Welcome, everybody, to the AFW College Podcast, where we love to bring you encouraging content that helps you grow in your relationship with Jesus during the college years. Mm-hmm. My name's Ben Moss, and I'm here with our very own Jordan Ramirez. Jordan, how you doing today? Oh, man, I'm doing good. This is later than we normally record, Ben, yeah. so uh, it's possible that you know we might our, our voices might sound a little more beat up, a little more tired. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, once this mic turns on and I'm uh, across the table from you, man, I'm ready to do some <laughs> teaching. That's all I want to do. Amen, brother. <laughs> Me as well. I'm pumped to be here with you. <laughs> well, you know, Jordan, we have been in this uh, fun series. I think it's been fun. Yeah, it's uh, been so cool. Where mm-hmm. we've been talking about different spiritual disciplines. And, mm-hmm. you know, around here we like to say that there's a, there's a corporate part of our faith that we walk in, and mm-hmm. uh, that happens in life groups and Sunday mornings and those different ways that we gather mm-hmm. together. Together. Yeah. Uh, but there's also an individual part of our faith where Jesus invites us near to Him and to, to grow in our relationship with Him. And mm-hmm. one of the ways that we can grow individually in our walk with the Lord is by practicing different spiritual disciplines. Right. And there's so many different places in Scripture uh, that it outlines these disciplines for us. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so far we've covered Sabbath, uh, we've yep. talked about Bible study, mm-hmm. we've talked about worship, we've talked about fasting. Uh, and today, as we continue starting to come to the end here of our little run here on spiritual disciplines, we're going to be talking about one that, you know, I think for a lot of our listeners, when they hear what you're going to talk about today, they're going to be like, that's not a spiritual discipline, you know, and Uh and they're going to kind of bow up a little bit. But, (laughs) you know, I think, man, as as you unpack this for us, we're going to learn very quickly that this spiritual discipline is actually one of the most important and may actually uh, be one of the ones that is connected to to all the others in certain ways. So why don't you tell us, Jordan, what we're going to be talking about today? Yes, man, we're going to be talking about service. And I said that right. I said, yeah, I said that right. I didn't misread that. It's, yeah, service. Yeah. Right. Uh, it kind of simply put, just doing things for other people, mm-hmm. uh, serving, lowering yourself and serving others. Um, and I think the reason we don't normally uh, think of this as a spiritual discipline, like an inwardly focused kind of thing that we do, mm-hmm. uh, is because a lot of times we think of it as like an outworking of our faith. Uh, and we don't think of it as a, a thing that builds our faith. We usually mm-hmm. think of it as a, as a fruit of a like fully developed faith. We already love God, so now we uh, serve all, you know, we're, we're outward focused. Mm-hmm. We've gotten everything for us, and then we pour it out in service. But I think we would argue that that's not how service works, and yeah. that's not the function of service. Uh, that kind of assumes that every time we, we're serving someone, it's from this, uh, this radiant glow of God's glory, <laughs> right? This total self-abandonment. We've transcended uh, normal pride, and now we're just fully focused on others. We have this deep agape love for everyone, right? Yes. Uh, you know what? I really wish I could say that that was true, like every <laughs> Sunday morning or whatever that we, uh, or every, we're both married men every time we do something for our wives or whatever, you know, yeah. we love to say that it's from that place. Uh, but to be honest with you, it's it's not. It's definitely yes, not. Totally. Um, it's when, when you decide that you want to be someone who serves, I think you, you really quickly realize that it doesn't always feel like you're in the glory zone, right? It feels very much like an exercise, like you're doing another rep of an exercise that you'd really prefer not to do. Like squatting. Uh, like squatting. You don't want to do the last one ever, yeah. <laughs> but you still do it uh, because it's good for you. But so, I mean, speaking of that, like how is how is service an exercise mm. uh, or in this? How is, it a, how is it a discipline? What are we really gaining and, uh, and learning uh, from doing this for, for living for others? Well, I, I'm going to 
actually, I'm going to hold off on those until we uh, get mm. a little deeper into uh, into what we're going to be talking about. Uh, I'm going to kick it. us off with some scripture, though. Let's do it. Okay. Hey, uh, this is a, a very well-known scripture. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were uh, had your Bibles in front of you, you would be turning to John 13 right now. Um, I want to read just this, this so simple but so impactful uh, story of Jesus and his disciples. Uh, and so this is what it says. It says, uh, Jesus knew that the Father had put all things under his power and that he'd come from God and was returning to God. So he got up from the meal, took off his outer clothing, and wrapped a towel around his waist. After that, he poured water into a basin and began to wash his disciples' feet, drying them with the towel that was wrapped around him. We skip forward, and this is kind of what Jesus is saying to um, to. Uh, explain what what it is he just did. Uh, He talks about this act with the disciples, and he says, Do you not understand uh, what I've done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. Mm. I have set you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Very truly I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. So b- before we like really expound on this, I, obviously there's a whole lot more in this passage than just serving. I think there's a bunch wrapped in here about sure. uh, sanctification and all these things, you know, um, Jesus's love and for his disciples, all that kind of stuff. All that's wrapped in there. Uh, but it's all loaded into like this super small, super simple act of service that Jesus uh, is expressing hmm. to his disciples. Hmm. Uh, you could you could say this is Jesus's, uh, you know, like one of his most famous acts that he ever, yeah. people know about the, uh, how Jesus washed his disciples' feet. You know, this is like a, a Bible story that people who don't go to church might be familiar with. But I want you to notice, like, how, it's not a grand achievement, yeah. you know? Like, we know... Uh, we know how Jesus walked on water. Mm-hmm. We know how Jesus fed the 5,000. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know how he, you know, rose from the dead. Crazy. Amazing. Like, <laughs> Good thing. Like, Good thing. Yeah, yes, yes. Thank you, uh, Jesus, for all those things. Uh, but notice, like, this is one um, that wow. is not grand. Yeah. You know, it's nothing nothing supernatural mm-hmm. about these things. Hmm. Um, and when we... I, I think how that's so... Uh, telling for for us and why that's so important for us to keep in mind is because when we think of ways to serve especially mm-hmm. we think of these we think of grand right we think we go big picture mm-hmm. we're talking about feeding all the hungry people in like a third world country yeah you know we want to fix the homelessness problem in our city these are like these this is what's going to get us excited very good things yes. <laughs> uh which i mean i think god leads us into those things sure. right he gives us uh vision for solving those problems mm-hmm. uh and those are great. But what Jesus shows us here is that uh, these lesser things, they're, they're not great. They're mm. small. Mm. Uh, they're at least as valuable mm. as all those big moments, those, all those big endeavors. These small things are not less than those, uh, those big accomplishments, right? Yeah. I mean, you think like, like, where do you think this event ranks on Peter's list of like impactful moments with Jesus. <laughs> I would think it's like top three. Like yeah. I would think that 
when he's, you know, uh, years later thinking about his time with Jesus, this has to be one of the early ones that yeah. comes to his mind, right? Yeah. Uh, what about on the list of actions that like revealed Jesus's heart to his disciples? Mm. I mean, this, this has got to be high up there. Yeah. Yet in our minds, we prioritize these huge projects, like, you know, solving the hunger problem yeah. uh, because we want to have that like measurable impact. Mm. And we also want to have that lasting impact. Mm. Uh, and we probably, to be honest, we want those things that like people are going to, you know, going to get us in a history book mm. or people remember like, oh man, yeah, Jordan was that guy a hundred years ago who mm. did that great thing. Mm. Um, but, uh, you know, there, there wasn't a measurable impact here uh, with Jesus washing his disciples' feet. Like, what would it be? Was it just that, you know, there were 24 fewer dirty feet yeah. uh, in Jerusalem <laughs> at the time? Like, is that is that what so. Jesus' heart was? Like, probably yeah. not. Uh, it's just that there were, there were at least 11, because uh, Judas was there, there was at least 11 <laughs> yeah. uh, souls that were touched by this humble expression mm. of God, right? Yes. And they uh, received this greater understanding of what it means to love others, to serve others, to lead others. Um, and it, the result was these missional uh, fathers of the church yes. who would, all the way down the line, lead to believers in the 21st century giving their lives to Jesus and uh, having lasting, lasting impact. So uh, what I first want to say before we really dive into what uh, what the benefits of service is that um, what it looks like is simple things uh, and powerful things. You yes. know, just because uh, they're powerful doesn't mean they're big, yeah. and just because they're simple doesn't, doesn't mean, mean that they're, they're that they're small or yeah. that they're meaningless. Right? That's good. Um, it's both. It, it and that's what Jesus perfectly displays uh, here in John thirteen. Yeah, love that man. I I think you just captured really well the the heart of this passage, and you know that that this is just fascinating to me when when we look at this and how you know here here is the King of Kings mm-hmm. and the Lord of Lords. Here right. here is you know the Son of God, God in the flesh Himself, the All Powerful One, and He shows us in this passage. He's like, if you want true influence, if you yeah. want to know where real power comes from. It means to go low, yeah, and yeah. and Jesus just flips the script, mm-hmm. you know, up upside down for us, and it's like, whoa, you know, power comes from washing somebody else's feet. I mean, mm-hmm. you you think about the act of like, if you were to sit down right now and you know have dirty feet, and yeah. you know, like someone sitting down and wash, that's that's going low, <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that, yeah, that's low. It, it is low. Mm-hmm. It is low. But I I love that about about the heart of Jesus. Mm-hmm. And what I also love is you know Jesus invites us into the same type of heart. He he calls us. It literally mm-hmm. says, "Now go and do." Likewise, go yeah. go do what I'm doing to other people. Yeah, um, you know, but Jesus never invites us into something just to get something out of us, right? Yeah, He usually invites us into something so that He can develop us mm-hmm. and He can grow us. True. And the passage lands here, and it says, "Now that you know these things, you will be blessed yeah. if you do them." Mm-hmm. So we actually believe that when you carry a heart of service. That's there's actually a benefit yeah. uh, mm-hmm. that comes from it. You're not doing it for the benefit, never. Um, right. But there is character development. There, there's growth that is happening along the way. So why don't you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit, Jordan, of some of the things that can come out of having a heart of service? Yeah, uh, and there's some very solid, very fundamental character traits that we need to have as believers. Uh, and some of them, they you just don't get them in a uh, more uh, direct way, a more efficient way than lowering yourself and serving someone else. Uh, I think that even that last verse when it says, now that you know these things, you'll be blessed if you do them. 
even emphasizes how important this is to Jesus, that he actually tied a reward straight into this act of service, mm-hmm. right? Uh, so what is the reward? What are we doing? Uh, I think the number one, the biggest thing uh, that serving gives us is humility. Shocker. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, what's what's kind of sad is that a lot of times when like something bad happens to us, we kind of use that expression like, oh, uh, that was a really humbling experience. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was real, um, really tested my uh, humility there, really knocked me down a peg, something like that. Uh, <laughs> but man, you really see uh, through all the disciples and starting here with Jesus, how he was willing over and over again to step into situations that would really test like his pride, mm. right? Uh, uh, this shows that Jesus did not have a, uh, you know, an un- unwarranted, a kind of a, uh, a boastful attitude ever, even though he's the one that probably was most, yeah. uh, would have been justified to live that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he steps into these uh, these opportunities to humble him. Uh, I'm not saying that this was Jesus practicing a spiritual discipline here. He was probably sure. uh, loving his disciples, teaching them a lesson, all that kind of stuff too. Uh, but it was about service, uh, and the reward tied to it is humility. Uh, and why do we need humility? It's because I think our flesh is so naturally prideful. Mm. All throughout the New Testament, talk about warring uh, against the flesh. Flesh only cares about number one, right? It only cares about me. Just me. My flesh is only drawn to things that's going to boost me up, that's going to get me recognized, that's going to earn me praise uh, or bring me comfort or bring me prosperity, right? And nothing really disciplines uh, that natural desire in us uh, to live for ourselves like serving others. Yeah. Uh, Because when we serve others, we're really taking the worth that we normally place on ourselves Mm. and shifting it on to Mm. those we are serving. Mm. I think you look at that scripture and you will see like, um, you'll see uh, uh, Peter, his reaction. I skipped over it, but he's like horrified. He's like, what are you doing, Jesus? You're, this is not the position you're supposed to take. And that's his flesh, right? That's his pride, even yes. for Jesus. Yeah. He's like, Jesus, you should be uh, in a much higher position than you are. Yeah. And now he's he's like horrified that Jesus is putting even him in this, you know, this position over him. So he thinks. Yeah. Um, I mean, like that's... Uh, that totally just tips the scales, mm. right? Totally mm-hmm. tips the scales in our heart. Um, taking the worth that should be or that we would normally place on us and putting them on someone else. Um, I mean, like, again, think about what what the disciples suddenly felt their worth was mm. um, because of what Jesus did for them. Mm. Totally bounce the scales. It would give you a new perspective on the value of others, definitely. If you were if you were in front of the people that you normally lord over mm. and suddenly you were at their feet mm. um, ser- serving them, that's going to give you a whole new perspective on how, on the value of that uh, other person. Yeah. So it, it service is really a great way for us to um, kind of hammer our own flesh into the ground yeah. um, and, uh, and live fully uh, for someone else, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. Raising other people to the value that even God has for them, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. I think that was, that was a, probably a big moment for those disciples, too, to realize, totally. like, hey, uh, this is the value that even the Father mm-hmm. is putting on me, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it pushed them into something else. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. also the emphasis that even they should go and wash feet. Yeah, you know, This well. is how important that they are, that Jesus is willing to wash their feet, but mm-hmm. it's also their role as, as uh, people with that position to then go and uh, wash others' feet. It's powerful. Yeah. 
It's so powerful. It's so good. And, you know, I think one of the things about humility, too, when it when it comes to service for us is uh, with humility, we don't always and we can't always expect anything in return. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mm -hmm. Typically, you know, we talk about ROI, return on uh, investment here. Uh Not a big ROI, you know, on (laughs) on being a on being a humble servant, you know, that, Uh that looks to the needs of others before your own. And uh, what's what's surprising to me too about this is you know Jesus knew that every single one of those eleven people that he was about to wash their feet of mm-hmm. were at some point going to leave him yeah. and betray him. He's all knowing. He's he's God. Uh, you know he's God in the flesh. So he he knows this, and yet he's modeling this humility. I mean, I think it just emphasizes how much humility Jesus had. You mm-hmm. know, and just a level of depth of willingness, you know, to serve the other that he had and that even though he wasn't going to, he wasn't going to get anything in return. You know, they were all going to leave him at some point. Now, yeah. yes, they were all going to go on to start the modern day church, uh, <laughs> right. but uh, mm-hmm. he, he, he saw through that. He looked past that. Wow. And sometimes when it comes to humility, you got to look past what's in front of you, right? Mm-hmm. You got to look past like the circumstance or, yeah. you know, your judgment of the other person because yeah. it doesn't always mean you're going to get something in return. So, so good. All right. So that's number one. It, it builds humility inside of us. What else? Do yeah. You think it does? I think it's also a great practice just for living in the kingdom that Jesus established. Love it. Right. Um, I mean, like it, when Jesus does this, uh, his words to his disciples after he washes their feet, like what he's essentially saying is like, hey, this is how my kingdom's going to work. Yes. This is how my kingdom works. Everything that you guys have just bought into, you've been following me this whole time. Uh, I want to sh- want you to show now. Might have, They might have felt a little betrayed. They, they thought they were going to have this glorious spot, but Jesus is actually saying, no, they wanted this it. is it. They wanted it bad. Yeah. James and John's mom was even trying to pull strings for him. But even, uh, even now that Jesus, big reveal, sorry, this is what it looks like yeah. uh, to be rulers, right? This is what it looks like wow. to be leaders. Uh, in my kingdom, even the teachers wash their students' feet. Ooh. The masters uh, mm. serve their servants. Mm. This is what Jesus's kingdom looks like. Uh, and it, you know, it doesn't mean like when we uh, say yes to Him, when we uh, give our lives to Him, that that all that's going to be natural to us. Mm. You know, it's not going to be instinctive. Now that we have the Holy Spirit, it's going to take practice. And that practice looks like service. Mm. Um, Jesus makes the point even clearer in Matthew 20, 25 through 28, uh, where he says, uh, Jesus called them, he called his disciples to himself and said, you know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and those who are great exercise authority over them, yet it shall not be so among you. Mm. But whoever desires to become great among you, let him be your slave. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. That word slave just always like jumps out at me because it, yeah. I mean, today it it seems, you know, for us, it uh, it was a bad word for them, but now it seems, it's like this distant bad word, we, like we're not even talking about. For I mean, for the disciples, they even, mm. like they were seeing slaves. They knew mm. firsthand what like the lives of slaves looked mm. like. Uh, and so for them, it, it's going to hit even harder than it hits us yeah. uh, when it says you should be each other's slave. Uh, if you want to be great, among yourselves you need to act as each other's slaves um and he says that's what he was doing right Mm -hmm. uh just as the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many i think the good news for that verse uh is that 
giving your life does not actually mean getting up on a cross and mm-hmm. dying. Mm-hmm. If we're going to follow Jesus' example and uh, be people who have come to serve and mm-hmm. to give our life for others, uh, what it looks like for us is service. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, of course, it can look like actually giving your life as well. People have done that. Um, but on a day-to-day basis, what it looks like to give your life uh, is serving. Uh, even in Mark 9, Jesus hears the disciples debating about which of them is the greatest. Uh, well done. And he says, <laughs> if anyone desires to be first, he shall be last of all and a servant of all. Mm-hmm. Servant of all. You know, he's not even talking about just um, just members of the church. He's not yeah. saying just serve members of the church. He's saying serve sure. everyone. Uh, in Jesus' kingdom, every idea we have about leadership, about authority, is totally flipped on his head. Mm. Um, these things don't come with the right to be served, like we would think, uh, but they actually come with the duty to serve others. I heard one pastor call it the upside-down kingdom, and I think Mm. that's so cool. Uh, We live in the upside-down kingdom um, where where those with much are forbidden to lord it over those with little. Mm. They're actually called to serve them. So, Mm. I mean, I think, again, these things are so against our nature, it feels like, as as fallen humans, Mm. but... When we uh, practice service as a discipline, uh, when we really prioritize it in our faith walks, uh, man, it, it teaches us what the kingdom is supposed to look like, what yeah. the world's supposed to look like, what leadership and authority were intended uh, to mean, you know. Uh, and I think it, it reminds us that even if we're, you know, if even if we're being lorded over, right, it doesn't mean that we are powerless. Uh, it doesn't mean that we're worthless and that, um, you know, we're doing trivial work uh it means that you're doing what jesus came to do which Mm. is serve others Mm. so you get to all these ways you're living into the kingdom that jesus came to establish yeah yeah that's so good man i love that i i think you know service here is something that we can think of you know that that's kind of that's kind of limiting you know like Mm. being a you know being a slave to service and to somebody else and Mm -hmm. um going that low um but you know just just tell us a little bit more you know how how does going low how does that actually lead to life what what does that mean yeah man this is so cool this is and it's a little radical so i (laughs) look if you want to argue with me i understand you can you can bring it up later yes uh you can't i'm you're just listening to me there's no two way here you can shout but i won't hear you uh look I think why this is so cool, Mm. Uh, you know, people, people will say like, you know, isn't this the opposite of freedom? Mm. Like even now, I mean, what, it's a buzzword in uh, America, you know, freedom. That's the best thing you could have, right, Mm. is freedom. Mm. Uh, So what, if you're, if you're constantly giving yourself away, aren't you like forfeiting your freedom, Mm. you know? Uh, And I, I would say you'd only think that if you thought that freedom just meant being in charge right Mm. if if being in charge of your own life you know Mm. is is like the most important thing to you uh then you know service is probably not all that appealing but being in charge of your own life is hardly a free way to live in Mm. in god's eyes i would say you're i mean you're a slave to all kinds of forces that rule our world when you're living for yourself Mm. right you're a slave to performance you're a slave to image. You're a slave to the American dream, to to corporate success, and your your demons are are jealousy and comparison and offense and all these things torment us nonstop uh, when we're living for ourselves, when we're trying to mm. promote our own uh, brand. All these things. You're 
constantly preoccupied with making a name for yourself, mm. right? But none of these things torment a servant. When you have willingly said that you're going to live for the freedom of others, I mean, these chains just fall off you, good. right? None of these things have any power against you. Mm. I mean, imagine if I uh, valued my life, if I valued everyone else's life mm. as more valuable than mine mm. or, or Jesus's will as mm. more valuable uh, than mine. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, someone offends me, mm-hmm. someone takes something from me, yeah. uh, someone treats me unfairly, something like that. I'm not, I'm not, I'm certainly not dwelling on it for very long, sure. right? Because I've already chosen the seat of a servant. That's freedom, mm. you know? Um, I mean, it's not the freedom that I think all of us were, you know, raised <laughs> to, to pursue. Sure. And I, I don't think that's like the freedom people, you know, lead revolutions for, you yeah. know, and all those things. Yeah. Um, but it's, I think that's true freedom. Yeah. And I believe that, I really do believe, like this is that easy yoke that Jesus promises, yeah. you know? Um, because when you live as he did, you don't worry about someone offending you, recognizing you, praising you. Yeah. Uh, your life is just a gift for others. Like it's no longer for yourself. Yeah. Uh, so who cares if someone s- steals from you or mocks you, you know? Servants, are, they've already forsaken all those things that, mm-hmm. that other people can take. You know, they've, they've, uh, they've been, become content with like mm-hmm. the things that can't be taken from mm-hmm. them. You know, their relationship with God, uh, the grace that has saved them, you know? Um, all these things that, that nobody is able to steal. So so when you really <laughs> lean into serving, when you make that an identity, not just something that you do, which, I mean, as you as you practice this, it's going to start out as something you do, but as you prioritize it in your life, it's going to turn into something so you are. are. Um, man, you're going to be uh, completely free. You'll find complete freedom from all those chains of self-centeredness that yeah. I think the world, that self-promotion wants to uh, wrap you up in. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think every once in a while, um, God reveals something to us and it reveals something about the nature of God related to the idea that that he's a father that, that sets up boundaries mm. in our lives, yeah. um, sets up these kind of barriers. You know, you, you think about a little kid that's like learning to ride a bicycle, you know, and you've mm-hmm. got the cones out so that yeah. they don't, you know, ride the bicycle out into yeah, the street, you know, get, mm-hmm. get hit by car. <laughs> uh, and, and this to me, man, it, it's kind of one of these guiding rudders, like in our, in our relation, mm. in our daily walk with the Lord, you know, that yeah. if we, if we choose service, if, if we choose humility, I mean, the, the scripture literally says that those who lose their life for the sake of me will find it. Man. If they lose it, mm-hmm. they'll find it. And if you just look at that from an outside perspective, you're like, God, you're just trying to control me. Yeah. You know, you're just trying to control my behavior mm-hmm. and you're not really, you know, interested, but actually it's the opposite. Yeah. Like, I think humility is one of those things for us where we like, we come up against it and we, and we choose it and we're like, Oh, that was life giving, you know, (laughs) but you know, and then other times we don't do it and we're like, Oh, I should have done it. You know, and you have to kind of lean into it, but Uh uh, God gives us opportunities in our, in our daily life to choose humility and and choose service because he loves us and and Mm -hmm. because he wants us to experience true life and true freedom. Yeah. And I think he sees like that, 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 that first initial, uh, you like squeal when you think about, uh, you know, doing something like, I think, uh, once something that I've just 
infamously always tried to find excuses for is like driving friends to the airport. Mm. Uh, I'm like, I just, I'm sorry. That's just so far. I just, I don't know if my schedule will allow it. I don't have anything planned, but mm. I just don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Um, <laughs> but I feel like uh, that nor after that like initial kind of uh, grimace at the thought of it, yeah. I feel like God's just like, man, just try it. Like I dare you yeah. just to do it. Yes. And I promise you, you're going to yeah. feel better. Like yeah. you're, you're not going to regret doing that kind thing for someone else. Yeah, that's uh, really good. That's yeah. really good. And I think, you know, as, as we talk practically uh, about what these look like, you know, so sometimes we do these spiritual disciplines and we're like, here's the five ways to, you know, <laughs> yeah. go, go and do this in your life right now. Uh, this one's not that way. Yeah, right. uh, because I think service is more about a posture in your heart mm-hmm. than it is anything else. And, yeah. and living a, a humble life is more about like, God, would you cultivate this inside of me? Like, if you want a practical, go and pray for Jesus to cultivate a heart of service and a heart of humility inside of you. Go and pray, you know, Jesus, would you, would you highlight opportunities to me throughout my day for me to wash somebody else's feet, you know, Mm -hmm. metaphorically, but whatever that, (laughs) whatever, yeah, we're going to have a bunch of people going around watching people. (laughs) Don't do that. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, God cultivate this inside of me. Uh, I, I have a desire to grow in this. You know, I, I think sometimes just even praying saying, God, I, I want this. You know, and if you don't have it, you can want to want it and God will still honor that. Yeah, you know, he, mm-hmm. if you're not there, he, he desires that for you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, man, I, I, I want to share just a, a little story here as we wrap, as we begin to wrap up yeah. um, is, you know, when I was in college, I, I kind of had this mission of like, I'm going to win my whole family to Jesus. Mm. And the way that I'm going to do it is I'm going to lock myself in my bedroom and spend three hours with God in the morning. Mm. And Praise God for three hours with God in the morning. And those are great times uh, for you to be able to get that extended time with the Lord. But then I realized one day, I was like, you know, I'm talking about my love for Jesus, Mm. but I may not be showing my love for Jesus as much. And so I just kind of one day, I kind of took some time to journal and I just said, what are like the top five things that I could do right now for mom and dad Mm. that would show them that Jesus is working in my heart? Oh, yeah. And, and then he's working in my life. And you know what number one was? Wash the dishes. Easy. And so mm-hmm. over that first summer when I went home my freshman year, I just decided, okay, when I see a dish, I'm going to wash it. Wow. At the end of the summer, my mom came back to me and she said, Ben, what has happened to you? <laughs> I, said, I said, it's Jesus, Mom. Yeah. Like he, he's, he's moving in that way in my heart. And mm-hmm. she's like, every time I walk in, there's no dishes, you know? <laughs> And so I, I just say that to say, you know, the things for you mm-hmm. that are going to, that, that enable you to choose humility, totally. enable you to choose service. You mm-hmm. know, those things for your roommate, you, yeah. you know, those things for your family, you know, those things for, for your friendships and, mm-hmm. and those relationships in your life. Yeah. It's not rocket science. No, you it's know? not hidden by any means. No. Yeah. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not hidden. So it, it just doesn't have to be complicated. Yeah. You know? Totally. Yeah, man. That's so, I mean, and it really is that simple. I mean, it's like. The step out of your room, what do you see that needs like what do you see that needs to get done? And what do you see that other people are obviously not wanting to do? You know, mm-hmm. uh, you can see you you see the the dishes piling up in the sink. Mm-hmm. You know that someone has to do it. Um, I would say just to add and even uh, add like the the real challenge if you want to expedite this process of <laughs> of growing in this <laughs> is to uh, man like you just do it in secret. I mean it's so mm. like. I've, I've just as much done it, uh, washing my, my mom's dishes 
where I like parade myself past her. So make sure she knows that I'm heading towards the sink with the dirty dishes in it, you know, and then, and then clang the dishes a little louder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So While you're washing it. it. Yeah. And then just so in a, Oh man, this stain just won't come off. This is great. I, I'm really having to put my back into this. Uh, like that is, that's not what we're going for. I would just challenge yeah. you serve in secret, do it, yeah. do something where you know for sure yes. nobody's ever even going to find out that you did it, yeah. you know? Um, and then when, when they ask, when they make a comment about it, you don't even have to claim it, right? You can yeah. just uh, continue, just do something totally where you're not looking for any praise. Yeah. And I think you'll, you'll find that, uh, that life giving that heart, um, that that heart of Jesus in that, which takes also you having the right motivations, right? Because mm-hmm. you can pure motivation. Yeah, you can also just as easily um, when they don't even notice that you did something for them, be like, I can't believe they didn't thank me. I can't sure. believe they didn't com- uh, even comment on it, anything like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, just find some find something that nobody might, will even notice, but you yeah. know that needs to get done. Yeah. Uh, and do it, and you'll you'll. I think you'll, I mean, G- actually, Jesus promises it, yeah. so I know I, I know you will. Uh, yeah. Be blessed by it. Yeah. Jesus says you will. Yeah, and you can, right? Like, mm-hmm. you, you totally can. And, yeah. you know, uh, I've heard it said before, Jordan, that uh, gifting will get you in the door, but only character will keep you there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, may that just be so as, as we learn and as we grow in, in cultivating a, a heart of service. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe we grow in our character, looking to Jesus as, as the ultimate example here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jordan, I feel like you have helped us to understand here that um, that mm-hmm. service actually can be uh, a spiritual yeah. discipline, uh, mm-hmm. something for us to grow in, yeah. uh, in our walk with Jesus. Thanks so much for uh, this conversation, and we look forward to continuing as we wrap up with one more spiritual discipline. Discipline, one more. where we'll mm-hmm. be talking about prayer. Also a big one. Also what a big you know? one. Mm-hmm. So that's all we have for today. Thanks so much for joining us on the AFW College Podcast, and we'll see you next time. See you.